Welcome to the K&J Wedding Podcast. Um, welcome to our very, very first episode. Uh, this is Emil, and I'm with Kira. Hello. Before we start, I have a question for you. Um, I call you Emil, but this is the K&J Podcast. Do you want to explain to everyone why that is? Okay, for sure. So my parents named me Juan Emil, so it's a J-E. Um, but... My nickname has always been uh, Emil. This is the way like that my family calls me. Uh, but when we moved here f- uh, from the Philippines to Canada, uh, when I was in high school, my football coach couldn't pronounce either Juan or Emil. And so he just named me by my initials, J-E. And so I kind of stuck. And so a lot of my friends have called me J-E. But yeah, so that's where the J from the K and J podcast came from. Okay, so I guess since this is our first episode, we should talk about why we are doing this podcast. For me personally, I think it's safe to say that we've had a lot of fun during this whole wedding process. And um, with that, it's like we've done a lot of things that we've always wanted to do. Um, and having the wedding, it just kind of gave us that reason to do it. And so one of the things I've always wanted to do in my life was start a podcast. And I think it's safe to say for me to, um, that Kira always wanted to start a blog. So this is kind of like two worlds melding together. And it just made sense. Also, like we've always done a lot of DIY stuff. So like on the blog, you can kind of look at all the best projects that we've done. And, um, and for myself, I've always wanted to edit videos and do that kind of stuff so you can just you can see that stuff on the blog too and for me um i agreed to do this podcast with emil because i have been really wanting to do to have a way to record all of our planning process so we have the blog we take lots of pictures we um share some photos on instagram of things we've done and doing this podcast is just another way that we can look back and see all the stuff we tried to do and all the effort we put into planning our wedding once the wedding is over. So I think this will be a good keepsake for us for when everything is said and done. Yeah, <laughs> how the changes and probably. So another part of this uh, podcast is we're going to talk about um, some wedding planning stuff, um, the stuff stuff that we've probably checked off and or probably going to do. Um, so for our very first episode, uh, we're going to talk about um, how we book the big stuff. Um, so what are the big stuff, Kira? Um, so the big stuff for us was finding a ceremony site and a reception venue and having someone to take photos and someone to take video for us. And with all of those things, we thought that we would have at least have a wedding, somewhere to have it and some way to record it and keep as a memory for our... Mm -hmm. Um, so I think we should start off with the very first part is the ceremony is actually the actual wedding part, uh, exchanging vows and rings and, and getting the blessing and stuff. Uh, ceremony was also easiest, I think, out of these four things to decide because, uh, we knew it would be at a church because both of our parents wanted us to have a church wedding and we did too. That's how I've, I've always pictured myself getting married in a church so i go to saint pat's in vancouver and emil goes to saint francis here in saint francis de sales here in burnaby um 
I don't get to go to St. Pat's that often anymore, but Emil's family regularly still goes to and is an active member of St. Francis de Sales. Mm-hmm. So that was an easy decision to go with them. Yeah, uh, yeah, that was pretty easy. But I think the next part, booking the reception venue, I think was a bit harder. The first place that we've looked at uh, was Cecil Green Park House out, out in um, UBC. And I think for me, um, my favorite parts about uh, Cecil Green was that it was like this old mansion and it was really like very romantic. Yeah. I also liked that it was like this really beautiful house and all the inside was all antique and um, it was a really beautiful setting. And so I was really excited about it and I was kind of already had my heart set on Cecil Green Park House until we went to have um, a meeting with the coordinator there. And walking through the building, it was really small. Like, um, they said that they could accommodate up to 250 guests, but walking through the house, I really have no idea where you would put them all. There's the dining room and the salon and the living rooms, but they're all bigger rooms. But because it's a house, it it felt like all the guests would be kind of in different areas, so there wouldn't be like one large continuous space for everyone yeah I, th- I think to add to that though i think we forgot to mention it was that how we picked the date is it's going to be in december 13th with that the cecil green um i think it'll be kind of cold to do it outside i mean they had a really nice front lawn or uh, sorry uh backyard so probably that would re that would where the 200 people can kind of go um but yeah, it would not work out for a December wedding. It was just, you would have to force everyone inside and it would be too squishy. I think, so after that Cecil Green Park house, we were kind of like down on our locks and we were so set on this Cecil Green Park house that we were on our way back home. We were just looking through our phones and we found uh, Vancouver Urban Winery. And for me, this was like, my dream spot i think the first time i looked into it like just like looking through the website it was just like this nice like it was a concrete floors and like it was very um had wooden pillars and you can see kind of see like all the all the the wooden barrels like where they kept all the wine and the stills it was just awesome i think it was like very like easy to manipulate into like what you wanted to look like too because it was just very like a blank canvas but it had like a lot of character I also liked the Urban Winery. I thought it was really beautiful. And it was a large open space, which made it super easy to have um, a wedding reception there. It was all just one continuous space. They had the bar up at the front, which was aesthetically super beautiful to look at. And they had a staircase that was above the bar, which you could use for um, gifts or cakes or um, but when you stood up there, you could see the whole venue from up top. And yeah, I thought was that cool. was really cool. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah. Yeah. I think, and, yeah. I think, um, the things probably that I didn't like about it was that it was, they didn't have a lot of stuff in there. It was like, it was really like a place for people to work, but it kind of had some seating and some tables, but I think a lot of it we had to, we had to rent and so it'll kind of like add up on the costs. Mm-hmm. And after we left, 
the urban winery thinking it was so beautiful and so great. We emailed them asking how much it would cost and it was a ridiculous amount for, and that would just be the venue. You wouldn't have any tables or chairs or food or anything like that. So that was pretty much why we nixed the Vancouver urban winery. Um, other than that, we tried to go back to Jewel Ballroom, which is in Vancouver and also where I had my 18th birthday or my debut. Um, I like the Jewel Ballroom. It's actually a lot nicer and um, it, they've renovated it a lot since I had my 18th birthday there. So it was really nice and I liked all the renovations that they did. They have lounges, lounge seating all against one wall and they put in new uh, flooring and upgraded some of the wall coverings. And the best part about um, Jewel Ballroom is definitely the view. When it's nighttime, you can see the whole Vancouver downtown skyline and that's absolutely the best part of it for me it's so it's so it's such a great view of vancouver i have to agree that was like it was really nice um i think for me the kind of positive thing is like there was a history there i mean you had your 18th birthday there and i, I think i was that's kind of cool to kind of go back to that to that spot um but um that's a, it was very close i like i, I really liked mm-hmm. it too yeah but uh, I think I didn't really have anything too much against it. Probably the only thing was that um, we, you'd have to like, it's like high up. And so you'd have to, the the main entrance where people come in isn't, you couldn't really like set it up really that much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you have to take the elevator up and then, yeah. you know. And the, there's not that much parking, which is kind of a downside of it as well. Um but if someone is planning a wedding, one great thing that they do do is they have packages with open bar and food all included. So I thought that was really good. Yeah. Um, but I already had my 18th birthday there, so I kind of wanted something different for my wedding. I mean, yeah, I didn't want to do it all over again. My my pro is kind of your con, but that's cool. But then we've uh, stumbled upon a little gem out in burnaby uh the riverway clubhouse and i don't even know how we how did we find this i think your parents recommended it to us yeah i think so i think my dad was like playing golf there and says like i check this place out and um yeah it, it had a lot of the different feelings of like all these different areas that we were talking about i think to begin with it had like the awesome wooden co- columns that i like is like very like very like Northwest style, like had like concrete and, uh, and wood, mm-hmm. um, that combo from like Vancouver Winery, like it translated well as well here. It's a really big open space. I think it can accommodate, I don't know, 250 or 300 people. So no matter how many guests we decided to invite or not invite, it would accommodate, um, our party mm-hmm. and it was on a golf course. So it was Although it's kind of out of the way of everything, it's really spacious and there's nothing really around there. So there's no restrictions on noise or um, parking or anything like that. So I think we have a lot of control over the area and I liked that about it. Mm -hmm. And also like part of it too is like kind of with the Cecil Green thing was that like it had a really nice open backyard. Like this one, they had like a patio, but it also included it because it's also a restaurant. It had heating like a heating system already in place 
so we didn't have to like rent all that stuff if people do decide to go out um but i hopefully don't think that they would it's pretty cold in december here so with riverway what's your favorite part about riverway um with riverway i would say that the my favorite part i think it's the architecture just i think it just looks nice and it's like i like the like open hall um look of it it definitely has got like you know it's it's it looks big enough to like hold a lot of people but it all it looks nice like it's really got really nice high ceilings like with the wooden architecture mm-hmm. and stuff i like the high ceilings too and i like at the two ends there's fireplaces so i really like that it's kind of a homey feeling but it's still have a, has an urban feel and it has a woodsy feel so it kind of had all the elements that we wanted because mm-hmm. we were looking for something that was not a hotel ballroom so I think it's a really good decision and I'm, I haven't had any regrets about it so far. Uh, I think so. But we'll see how it turns out yeah, when <laughs> the wedding's all done. Exactly. Next part of like booking the big stuff is doing the photography. Uh, booking the photographer is very important to us to have really, really awesome pictures. And also it's just, we, I like candid photos. I don't, I'm not really a big fan of those. Like you have to like, stand up in a line and and have to like go through all a bunch of people and and do photos with every single one i think it just capturing a story i think was a big big part for me i wanted a photographer that did really natural looking photos so um something that wasn't too posed or anything like that and i really liked the photos that were um uh, not too edited in a way that the colors were really wonky or it was really obvious that a lot of editing had been done for the photo. I just wanted something that really captured the day in the way that I would have seen it that day. So that was something I was looking for when I was looking through photographers. And it was, um, for for me, as I was doing a lot of research, I didn't really know, I don't really know much about photography, but I just kind of looked at what people's photos were and... Um, I went by the BC Wedding Awards, so I started to look through the, all the photographers who had won awards in the past couple of years, and we stumbled upon Sherry and Mike, who won an award, I think, for best group shot, and so I went to their website and just started looking through their, through their photos, and um, all their pictures were really natural, and um, even though... The people were all different and they all had different kinds of weddings. Everyone looked so happy and I thought they just captured uh, the story of people's days so well and it just was something that I really liked about their photography. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, and when we met them, they're like super awesome folk. They're just, just really down to earth and you can easy to work with. And then the next part is uh, videography and same thing i think it's very like not a lot of um i mean you have to edit a lot but i think just capturing the day and um yeah video wasn't as important to me in particular mm-hmm. um i just wanted someone who could record our day and um i actually got these this uh production company flip vision from one of my coworkers and she showed me her video and it was it was really great. It was simple and um, 
looked like a really nice keepsake and she told me that they were really easy to work with so I'm looking forward to having them there and to see what they come up with about our wedding yeah I think that concludes uh booking all the big stuff um so uh looking forward to doing the next episode and I think we're going to be doing um how we decided our groomsmen and our bridesmaids and also like I think we just have a couple stories about our um, bachelor and bachelorette parties. Thanks again for listening. And you can reach us uh, on our Facebook, Jay Manrique and Kira Lawarka. Uh, you can find us also on our website, kiraandemil.com. And also remember to RSVP on our My Wedding website, Kira and Emil. Uh, thank you so much for listening. And thank you. <laughs>